This is the Quadrant Podcast, Episode 5. Perfect. Um, my name is Luis. Um, I'm from Venezuela, uh, Caracas, Chihuahua. <laughs> um, I moved to Spain when I was uh, 18 years old, so it was seven years ago. Um, I've been living in Madrid. Um, I lived there for seven years, and now I'm living in London. Um, and basically, uh, I love traveling. This is my passion. This is actually, I want to... to to work in the travel industry. I don't know how, I don't know how I'll do it, but um, this That's is what your I, dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is my dream. This is I, I, what I love the most in my life, honestly. It's, 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 it actually is really hard to explain it because it's, it's more than love. It's a philosophy, I think. <laughs> it's passion. It's passion, yeah. It's, it's, the other day I was... Uh, speaking with a friend because um, we were discussing that going to work sometimes is, is, is boring, you know, when you have to get up in the morning on, on Monday and you say, shit, I have to go, I have to see my boss. <laughs> yeah, do the same But, thing every day. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm not a computer person. Well, I am because I have to. But I, I'm, I, I love to travel to be... I don't know, surrounded by nature, by, by beaches, by, <laughs> you know. Meeting people, whatever. So Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, it's real passion. Uh, and, and it's because uh, passion, I think I was influenced um, from my, my dad because he did a world trip in 1970 um, okay. across the world. So uh, I grew up uh, with all these stories about Brazil, about India, about Iran. So, yes, probably you, that was... You, you always dream how it would be to be in those places. Exactly. So, I, I remember, yeah. I remember when I when I went to India, um, in, when I, I got in front of the Taj Mahal, and I, I honestly, I cried there because I said, wow, Uh, 40 years ago, my, my dad was here, um, and I now in front of the Taj Mahal alone. Yeah, you, I say, wow. I, f- I, yeah, I think you have like a experience. <laughs> n- not a flashback, but uh, like a moment. You thought your dad was there 40 years ago, so you uh, that's an accomplishment, that's, a connection. Yeah, it's quite good. Yes, yes, it's, it's, it's something really personal. So tell us about, uh, about your travels. I mean, when did you start traveling? I started when I was uh, 19, uh, 18 or 19, I don't remember right now. But um, yes, I did a trip um, um, around Europe with four friends. Um, yes, um, it was really nice. Then I traveled with my brother. Um, he's one of my inspirations. Also, He, he loves traveling, uh, like me. Um, we went to uh, Greece and Turkey. Um, it was really, really nice. And But my, my, my biggest trip was with my brother we start um, 
he he called me one day and he told me uh, I'm gonna uh, travel around the world I say oh my god uh, I, I I didn't believe him actually <laughs> honestly but uh, one month later he he called me and say um, I have a flight to to Lima in one week I say I would like to join you so he said let's see so two months later I joined him in Argentina and then we traveled together for uh, two months, something like that. We traveled Argentina, uh, Uruguay, Paraguay, and Brazil. And in Brazil, in Sao Paulo, he he, we had a conversation, really hard conversation, because um, he came to me and told me, "Okay, brother, I love you. I love traveling with you, but uh, I need to keep traveling alone." Uh, it was really hard, you know, because it was shocking. I was 23 years old in that moment, and I wasn't prepared to travel on my own. Okay. Um, so I realized, what the hell? What, what, what can I do now? I, should I go back to Venezuela? Should I go back to Spain? Should I stop? Then I remember I, I, I was in a hostel, and I had in front of me a very big map of the world so I said no way I'm, I, I'm gonna keep traveling so now I'm gonna um, create my own trip so nice. we traveled together in Brazil and then I, I did the rest on my own so then I went to Cuba um, Mexico uh, I went to Miami to visit some friends in New York then I did um, Canada really nice Canada I love it and then I went to uh, Hong Kong then China for me it's different some people say well no it is it is I have been to both it's different ah uh, you have been both uh, excellent so it's, it's it's really different so some people say no it's part of China in my opinion it's not but anyway um, culturally it's, it's completely different exactly yeah <laughs> it's, it's good when you talk with someone who knows that okay cool and um, then I went to um, Vietnam um, Cambodia, uh, what was next? Uh, Thailand, yeah, Thailand. Then I went to Nepal, and then India. And after India, I went to Germany, and uh, what was no Italy, and then Germany. So yeah, that was my trip in my, my biggest trip in 2011. And um, it was amazing. This is no words. Honestly, it's, it's difficult to explain it. It's yeah, I can imagine that. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, uh, I had many stories. I don't know. But... And uh, after visiting all those different cult uh, cultures and countries, what, yeah. what were the things, the differences that struck you as most interesting? Well, when you do this kind of trip, you see many cultures and different countries. It's difficult to explain um, when you are in Cuba and you see uh, how they live, uh, the, the political situation. And then when you go to New York when, or Miami and you have everything, um, different size, <laughs> different products, different brands. So it is good because um, you develop a uh, way of thinking. You start seeing everything from a different uh, perspective, a different point of view. So that's really good when you can't um, 
and you start. I remember when I was in Nepal, uh, when you think you need a fork or a knife to eat, and you see people eating by hand, using just their hand, uh, their hand, sorry, and it, you say, wow, even they think that you you, just, you think it's, it's essential. Uh, I mean, the fork and the knife, it's not. So that's, that's really interesting. So when you can um, compare different cultures and different uh situation you know probably you and, know what you have tried <laughs> yeah and and how how do you how do you handle when you have to do something that is very different to what you're used to because for example in your 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 example about eating with your hands that's yeah. something that is extremely strange to us and we but when you go there you usually have no choice yeah so exactly. so you how how do you handle that that's it because the first reaction is sort of a refusal to do so. It, it feels <laughs> odd. It feels out of place. Yes, yeah. It it is because we have um, our own culture, but and and the, the, not the problem. But sometimes you think that uh, our culture is the right one, and it's not, or, or why it should be. So uh, what you do, what what I do normally when I travel is I. I just try to um, adapt to the country. If if you see they're eating using the hands, so you do it. And if you see that you have to remove your shoes uh, in a in a I don't know in a holy place. I remember right now in Bushkar in India, a guy told me that you have to remove your shoes. I say why? But he say because it's a holy place. I say okay, <laughs> but. So basically, you have to respect others because it is not your country. So if they have the the culture, you have to respect it. Um, I'm trying to learn from it. Um, and basically, you have to be open mind. Exactly. Your 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 experience, your your reasons are not the the general. I don't know in life. You know, it's, it's they they behave different in a different way. So. I don't know, it's, it, and it, it's also interesting to see yourself in this kind of weird situation. <laughs> it is, it is. It, and, it, it is amazing, and honestly, because when, when can you repeat that? It's exactly. In, with a Nepali in, in the Annapurna, in, in, in the Himalayas, when you can't repeat that, it's just that moment. So try to enjoy it, and, and that's it. So this is basically what I do. <laughs> So, and what about the people you met? Which I'm, I'm pretty sure with all the places you have visited, there must be some interesting persons that, that struck, that got stuck yeah. in your mind. So, which were the most interesting people you met? Wow, that's a difficult question because I've met a lot of interesting people. Actually, this is the most exciting thing when you travel. Um, mm -hmm. But this is my opinion. It's very good when you, you, you are in, I don't know, in a holy place or where you are in a place that you wanted to go that's really good but in my opinion the most exciting thing are people so i met a lot of interested guys i remember one in in china in a really small town called uh what's the name um Fung Huang. <laughs> that was the name Fung Huang. and i met an australian guy he was 40 48 something like that and he was a real traveler. I remember just the bag he had, and it was like a really small bag. Uh, and 
he he told me many stories about Africa. He traveled in the 80s to Africa when he was 19 years old. And in, in that time, it was really, well, Africa, it depends on the country, but... Um, it was dangerous, huh? Really dangerous, yeah. And he traveled there for one year. And I say, wow, and he told me many stories. And so this, this guy was, I had very good conversation, not about only traveling, just but about living, about what is important in life. Because when you're traveling, you realize that maybe money or maybe uh, having cars or having, you know, things are not really important. So. Mm -hmm. That's the good thing. And also, well, I have to say it, <laughs> um, but when you meet uh, a, a nice girl, I remember the, the first girl I met in, in it was in Mexico, and she's uh, from, from France. Um, okay. I can't say uh, that I fall in love, because that's not true, but... Uh, it was a beautiful, beautiful experience, but unfortunately, when you're traveling, um, you, well, it depends, but it depends on you, but uh, you have to keep going. Uh, and yeah, uh, it was a really nice person. Um, yeah, but honestly, you meet a lot of people really interesting and, and weird people and people with. I don't know, different way of thinking. Yeah. Did that happen to you? I mean, what you said with the French girl in Mexico, did it happen to you in other countries? I mean, in each country you fell in love with, uh, not fell in love, but uh, I mean, had a connection with someone and then it was kind of hard to leave the country. So, I don't know. Yeah. We say, uh, put the flag. Where did you put the flag? <laughs> yeah. Well... You know, the, those things happen. Our last guest was a, a traveler from Croatia that yeah. actually fell in love with a girl in Guatemala. And wow. he fell so in love that he stayed there. And he has been living there like for, the, what, how was like it? Four years. Four but, years. But he was with his friends traveling to South America and uh, to yeah, Central America. And mm -hmm. when he got to Guatemala, he met this girl and he said, uh, okay, friends. Well, I'll stay <laughs> That's here. it for me. Yeah, but that that happens, you know. You you yeah. when when you go around, you sort of make a connection with people. You you touch people. You get to know them differently because it's it's completely different from the experience of knowing people on their hometown. Exactly. When you when you both are travelers and you you both sort of create this connection for being foreigners in a different land and it's it's actually a, even if many times it doesn't last, it's actually mm -hmm. a very beautiful thing. Yeah. That yeah, that happened to me, uh, honestly, with a really nice girl um, in in Canada, um, in in Toronto. Well, as they say, Toronto <laughs> It's really funny, Toronto. So, but anyway, um, Emily, um, yeah, she, we had a really good connection. Um, I I thought about it. I say, okay, I'll stay in Canada, uh, and. And she told me, please stay here, stay in my place. Um, I want to, to know you better. Uh, you're a nice guy. But each uh, decision, generally speaking, when, you, when you're traveling, not when you're traveling, generally in life, when you have to make these hard decisions, you, you have to think, okay, I'll stay or 
I'm gonna keep traveling because this is my dream. Yeah, so in, in that moment, um, I, I decide to to keep traveling. Um, I don't regret, uh, honestly, because uh, otherwise uh, I couldn't uh, need uh, stay yeah. in, in yeah. Asia. You know, it, it's it's hard. I know it's a hard. Yeah, decision. it's it's a hard decision. But you you don't know if later after you. Uh, accomplish your dream of traveling to all the countries you meet her again i don't know perhaps in a hostel in india or something you meet her oh here you are oh, i don't know <laughs> oh we can search for her and send her this podcast hi yeah. emily how are you doing yeah actually well um i had another but this is a, a really interesting story um in, in thailand i met uh, a girl i don't remember right now her name Um, oh crap! <laughs> no, no, no. I will tell you. Maybe because I was wrong, but I don't remember. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, it's, she was amazing, so beautiful. I have never seen a girl like like her in, in my life, and and really intelligent, intelligent, smart. Um, I love that when when a girl is really smart. Uh, this is what I love the most. Um, but her boyfriend was coming uh, the day. Uh, the day after so um we were speaking and i say at the at the end of at like at three o'clock in yeah so she she told me like okay i i, I like you and i, I want to kiss you now but i can't because my, my boyfriend is coming and he say yeah i know me too I, i i would love to but anyway And she said, "Okay, you do you have Facebook?" I say, "I don't. I, I, I maybe I regret, but I said no. I I prefer not to give it to you because I want to keep this memory, uh, and that's it. So it was it was amazing. I I mean, I could have the content, but I don't know. I prefer just to keep that memory, and and, and that's it. But yeah, that's, when you you know awesome. when you're traveling, these things happen to you, and it's yeah. hard. Yeah, it's a hard decision. Did, but... did, did you put that into your book? No. <laughs> And I have a very good reason. Um, before this trip, I I had a girlfriend. Oh, shit. No, no, no. I am living with her right now. So this is the thing, my friends. <laughs> so I, I told her, I have a dream. Um, I, I need to accomplish it. I, I need to do it. It's, it's more than me. I have to travel the world. So yeah, um, I, I we broke the relation. I don't know if it's that proper English. I, but I bro broke, broke up. The yep, exactly. <laughs> And then uh, this is the real. I, I wrote a book about about all the things. I will send it to you, by the way, <laughs> the books. <laughs> Because I, yeah, I, I really you. like what you're, what you're doing, so I will send it to you if you want to mm. read it, of course. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and no, I, I didn't include these stories in the book because it, yeah, it, it wasn't the topic, actually. But uh, it's, you have to keep something sometimes. And, and I prefer to, to keep it with me because on respect to my to my girlfriend because I'm staying with her right now, so... No, absolutely, but it's, it's it's part of the romance of traveling. I'm completely sure you will find many stories. I'm completely sure because you find it when you travel, you meet people and say, "Yes, we meet here, and now we stand together." It's like, wow, life is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. Yeah, I, I want you to ask about something completely unrelated. Uh, yeah. You you mentioned what we were talking about earlier that you got lost in the desert, and I have been trying to look look for a chance to to ask you about that because how. I mean, losing yourself in a in a desert isn't something that happens every day. <laughs> so no. I want to know what happened. No, no. Um. Oh, yes, the thing is, when you're traveling and you have things happen, and and you can't expect it because you are not get used to the, the environment. So I I was traveling in India in in the Thar Desert. That's between uh, India and Pakistan. So um, we were three people, uh, yeah, uh, a guy from Brazil and another girl from France. And I remember we arranged, um, how do you say, um, a tour. Yeah, it was like a tour, uh, a camel tour, right? Right. With a guide, um, a local guy. Uh, but we arranged in the hostel. So and the owner of the hostel told me, okay, go with him but be careful because he likes to drink i i thought oh shit uh, oh, oh no way this is good this is india and say ah, who cares luis you're traveling come on you're more than that <laughs> i say okay so we travel we start um our tour um Yeah, and the the guy was preparing the food, and he said, "Okay, just relax, don't worry, uh, I will make the food." And he, when when he finished, uh, well, well, he was making the food in theory. But we came back to him. He he was completely completely drunk. I oh say, "No way, guy! Come on, come on!" I say, "Yeah, it was like completely drunk." And and um. My camel. I don't know what happened with my camel. They tied the camel in in the in the legs, you know, to okay. because they can't they can't escape. So you have to tie them. So uh, he said, "Oh, go for your camel because uh, it could go away, you know." <laughs> so go for your camel. Say no, it's you. It's your responsibility. And the French the French girl told me, Louis. Look at him. He's drunk. So just go for it. I say, okay. So I start uh, to walking. I, I, yeah, start walking to my camel. Um, I don't know. But I couldn't realize that. But they, they can walk. Uh, they can run even if they have the legs tied. <laughs> it's it's weird, but they can. Um, so I start uh, running. I was really fun at the beginning because uh, I was thinking. Okay, Luis, you are running, running behind your camel. This is really funny. <laughs> you are in India, running behind your camels. Come on, but I couldn't because honestly, the camels run really fast. It's it's it's, it's really hard to get them, um, unless you know how to do it. But I didn't. Um, okay. I was running for let's say 10 minutes, and that was my mistake. Because when you are in a desert and your guide is strong, you can't do that because it's too risky. But I did it because I wasn't aware about the situation. So, um, so when, when you I, when, when you cut the camel, you were you were looking back and said, "Where the fuck am I?" Yeah, you had no idea where you were. You have no, no idea. Basically, I never cut the cal the camel 
when uh, I, <laughs> that's that's better. Yeah. So when uh, yes, when I when I realized it was impossible to catch the camel, so I say, okay, fuck off. I'm 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 I'm, I'm going to the camp again. So that's it. But when I re realized, okay, where is it? Is it in front of me? Is it in the north? Is it in the the south? I wasn't sure, so I thought, okay, Luis, I think it's to the north, but I'm not sure. And you have only 25% of possibility that this is the right direction. Otherwise, you're gonna get lost. So what happened? So I'm asking you guys right now, what would you do it? Because what what would you do if you have only 25% of possibilities to find your camp? This is a, 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 a question. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I would have uh, keep uh, pursuing the camel, and if I get lost, I eat it, and I last for, um, uh, for two yeah, weeks or I, something. I, okay, I thought that, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that, okay, I'm going to kill the camel, I'm, I'm going to eat, uh, drink the water inside, and, and the, the meat, I don't know. Yes, because honestly, this is, maybe you will think, you will say, ah, oh, this is impossible. You think that when you are in this kind of situation, you think I'm gonna eat the camel, honestly. But I thought, how would you eat the camel if you can't just catch it? This is impossible. So, <laughs> yeah, how, how you're gonna kill it in the first place? Yeah, how? Well, I, I didn't have a knife or, or any any tool, so I say, okay, Luis. Um, I start walking. I I I, just, I said, I have 25 percent of possibility. I, I'll do it. But um, 10 steps later, I said, no, you can't do it because you can get lost and this is worse. So there is a rule when you're traveling. Well, I don't know, but I have heard something about it. If you get lost, uh, what you have to do is try to go to the last point that you remember. Or if you don't remember the place, just stay there. What can you do if, if you keep walking around, you can go deeper in the, in the desert and they can find you. So what I did, I just stayed there. I just stayed there and that was at two o'clock in the afternoon. So one hour, one hour and a half, two hours. I, I, I honestly, I can't display in, in words uh, my feelings because it, it was, uh, Horrible, honestly, it was really horrible. I, I, I don't. Wow, just you so, think you're gonna, you, you think you're gonna die, honestly, and because what can you do? This is not your place. This is India and Pakistan. This, and you say, what a stupid am I? Because why should I run the camel? This shit. And well, I stayed there for two hours, two hours and a half. I was thirsty. Um, I'm starving because I couldn't eat. Yeah. Um, but like at six o'clock, something like that, it was almost dark. And suddenly I found, well, I found, they found me. And not only my guide, like a town, 20 people coming, uh, and they just found me. And the, the guide gave me a very hug you know like oh he was white and he told you're me, alive like, you're alive and i say 
I was scared. I said, no, I was more than you because if I lost you, my boss will kill me, honestly. And the police and they arrest me. And I, wow. So that was one of the hardest experience in this trip. I have more than this. And he told you, and you didn't even have to kill the camel. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, he did yeah. lost the camel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But honestly, that was that was really hard. But you learn from it because you learn that next time, this is not your responsibility to go after the camel. It's the guide's responsibility. And, and you are in a desert. This, this is not... Uh, a play You're, you know this is not a game sorry um, you have to be careful and so it happens something similar to me in Nepal in Kathmandu with some dogs uh, you think dogs oh are funny but <laughs> you have to follow some advice sometimes <laughs> but yeah that was the hardest experience you know, I think in this trip but you learn from it yeah, but it's a, it's, a, it's a very good story and a very good experience. <laughs> you will read it in, in the book, it's inside the book. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I I think that's it for this episode. We have a a, right. a, a very good solid one. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Guy, for the for the yes, for, for this opportunity to talk about traveling. Um I I will finish um saying that uh if the people can listen this this podcast. Um, keep traveling um, uh, because when you travel, um, you become a better person. I, I I'm completely sure that every time you travel, you become better and better and better. Um, so this is my advice for for everyone. Just keep traveling. Of course, you want it. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and thank you guys for 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 this opportunity. Oh, thanks yeah, to you, thanks and to thanks you. for a message. So. You hope, do, do you have a blog? Yeah, the name of your blog or your book? or Yes, we... well, okay, uh, good question. I have a blog of this trip, um, uh, but I'm not currently um, writing on it, but uh, I have some stories about it, if you want to read it, if you're bored so one day. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's in Spanish, unfortunately. Uh, it's called uh, Pensar, Sentir y Actuar uh, .wordpress.com. So basically, I have some stories uh, there. And I will make sure that you receive uh, two copies of, of, of my book, because I want you to keep doing this thin and I never lose the this part of of doing this so <laughs> I'll well, say thank, it you. thank you uh, um, yes, yeah and, and maybe in the future we could have you over for another story because I'm pretty sure you have a lot to share uh, many many I have more <laughs> many yeah honestly many stories yeah so thank you very much guys um, I have, a, I have a blog, my, my website is luisgerardocantero.com, but I'm not currently writing right now, but I will in the future, not now, but in the future, because I, I will um, do this big trip in Africa, so I, I want to do, I want to create something great, maybe a travel agency or something, and I start with a blog, it's the first thing you have to do, so. Yeah, hope you do. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> well, okay. Thank you. It was a pleasure, guys.
Thank Luis for your story. Luis had a moment in which he had to decide to either go back home or keep on traveling. After seeing a map of the world, he didn't think it twice and began his own adventure. To all of our listeners, this is it for today. And remember to subscribe so you don't miss our next podcast. From Barcelona, Spain, we say goodbye. Goodbye.